Welcome, welcome, welcome to Tilt. Happy Friday, everybody. But we're going to call it Fail Safe Friday. I got what you need to keep you up to speed. No need to fear. The real is here. It's your boy, OG. If it's your first time joining us, Tilt stands for Talking in Lamer Terms. I'm your translator. If you know, you know. Let's dive right into Friday's quick hits. Yes, yes. First, we're going to do a recap of, because I didn't come on Monday, my apologies. We're going to do a quick recap of uh, football weekend, we could say, because it was football everywhere. We're going to start off with uh, the Raiders versus the Bengals. It was a good game, but it was basically out with the old and in with the new as the upstart Bengals hold off and send the Raiders nation home. It was a good game, but I think the Raiders played a little too old school. And once the Bengals built that lead, it was over with. But they got things to look forward to, like a new coach. So we'll see how that goes. New England versus Buffalo. I mean, this was a beatdown, point-blank period. Uh, The Pats knew who was hitting them. They just couldn't stop it. Uh, You still think Charlie Checkdown is a franchise guy? Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, moving on, Philly versus Tampa. Something kept telling me Philly was going to make this a game. Well, they never did. Uh, TB12 was pedestrian, and that's all he really had to be as the Bills rolled. They've been going to go 49ers against the Cowboys. Being a Cowboy fan, yeah, I'm going to give you my opinion, my unbiased opinion. Something had to give, and it was the Cowboys' psyche. 14 penalties, no leadership, all on display. And the defense still, still gave the boys a chance to win. But the offense disappointed all day long. Yeah, Dak, you. That's all I got to say about that. Then we had Pittsburgh versus KC. I mean, Ben could see the end of the road. He could see the end of the road, the writing on the wall and all that. And Mahomes sent him packing. I mean, he had a storied career, but the new king's already been crowned. See ya. Then we had Arizona versus the Rams. Man, we had Arizona out there looking, impersonating the football team. And the Rams played like a real one. Basically, this was over before halftime. Before the Odell Beckham shenanigans with the throw and all of that, it was sad. It was just sad. Now let's get to what's happening this weekend. First, the game's on Saturday. You got Cincinnati versus Tennessee. And man, Derrick Henry is in the building. Bengals defense, be afraid, be very afraid. That's a really big man over there. I still see the Bengals keeping it close, but they got Derrick Henry in the building. I'm going to say it again. Derrick Henry is back in the building. Ball game. Okay, then we got those 49ers versus the Packers. I mean, the 49ers 49ers have what it takes to to send Aaron packing. And the funny thing is, Aaron knows this. He knows this. To me, it's a a toss-up. But if the Packers can't stop the run, you're going to have same thing that happened a couple years ago. If they can't stop the run and they become one-dimensional, I think the 49ers will get them. But I'll just say this to Packer fans, including my daughter Trinity, Debo. <laughs> and then we have uh, the games on Sunday. 
Rams versus Tampa Bay. And I'm going to just go ahead and put this out here because somebody should have did it the whole year. I think this is game TB12 becomes TB retired. You got Von Miller will be hunting Sunday. So will Jalen Ramsey. And let's not forget about Mr. Aaron Donald. Quarterback down, and he won't be getting back up. I'm just saying. Buffalo versus KC. Josh Allen hasn't had the best year, but these last few games, he's, he's seen that got the message. If this was in Buffalo, I'd say they have a shot, but not in Arrowhead. Not with my homeboy. Stay tuned. And we'll move on over to the NBA. First, I want to shout out, get my man Katie, uh, get well soon. Got a sprained meniscus in his right knee. Uh, get well soon, Katie. Uh, the Nets need you. Okay, let's jump. We're going to do the top eight, the playoff picture right now. You got the Bulls setting the top at number one. Uh, even though Alonzo Ball opted for surgery, so the young Bulls bench needs to step up. Uh, to con- continue to support DeMar and uh, and Zach. Kobe White, here's your chance to kill the trade rumors. Uh, in, the, in the two spot, you got the Heat, who finally jailed, even though Jimmy Butler's been injury prone most of the year. Uh, I mean, like, they're tough, gritty with Kyle Lowry back there, but I still don't see them making a big push too small. And Bam's been in and out of the, the injury cycle also, so we'll see. Uh, number three, you got the Nets. Uh, Katie out with the injury. Can Kyrie or Harden lead them until Katie returns? I mean, Harden would be glad to, but Kyrie's there. So he's going to have to share, which he's not very good at. I mean, with Kyrie, it really doesn't matter. Kyrie can get 30 anytime he feels like, and Harden should be able to too. But like I said, Harden wants all the accolades. He, don't, he doesn't want to ring to me. And that's sad. He really wants to go to Philly so he can do what he want to do with his old boss. Uh, but, hey, just get a ring this year and you can leave. Number four, we got the Bucks. Come on. Milwaukee. Milwaukee is not going anywhere. Revamped bench and a guy called the Greek Freak. Yeah, you remember him. They're not going anywhere. Matter of fact, they're probably going to be scarier this year than they ever were last year. Uh, number five, we got the 76ers. No Ben, no problem, or so we thought. I mean, they've ripped off some run. They've ripped off some wins here and there, but they're still sitting at number five in the East. That doesn't bode well for them. I think if I, if they were going to be real contenders, I would think they'd be like in a three slot. And they're not trading Ben. And I'm not mad because they're not trading Ben because I'm just going to say it. And I mean no harm, young man, but you're an idiot. And that's it. Number six, Cleveland, or who I like to call the Nets bench that they traded away. Yeah, Steve Nash, not one of your finest moments. That If they had kept the same team, they had kept the bench, we wouldn't be talking about who, who's going to win uh, the championship, especially – Allen in the middle. Calvert can get you 20, 25. Man, wish they had never tra- made that trade. But people want to see stars. Then we got number seven, the Hornets. This is the team nobody wants to play. And I mean, nobody. Michael Jordan's team. Imagine that. Michael Jordan with a team that nobody wants to play. 
like when he was a player and nobody wanted to play him. Whoo! Imagine that. Metal Ball's a bona fide gonna be a superstar. He's a star right now, not a superstar yet. I don't give out superstar like that. It's maybe only four in the league, so. But he's coming. Number eight, playoff picture, the Wizards. Imagine that. I think when Spencer Dinwiddie gets 100%, they'll, they'll rise up in the, in the rankings a little bit. I think they could even get as high as five. Uh, like I said, they're deep. They're just not consistent. I mean, they were what I wish for, but I know it's not going to happen. Send the Wizards back. John Wall, baby. Get John Wall back in town. We can make some noise. But I know that's not going to happen. It's just wishful thinking. Shout out to my man, John Wall, down here in Houston with me. Okay, we're going to go to the Western Conference. Uh, the Suns are holding the top spot right now. Yes, the Suns grind is for real. I had to get over that last year. I didn't think it was, but it is. I just don't think it's good enough to see them in the finals this year. Not in the West. I mean, the West is tough competition, but not as tough as it's been in recent years. They could get to the conference finals. I could see that, but I, I can't see them getting to the finals again. But I could be wrong, but I just don't see it. Holding down the number two spot, Golden State Warriors. I mean, they've fallen back to earth. Clay's back. You know, that rotation, I wonder how that's going to tighten up. They're still playing 10 to 12 players with Draymond being hurt. But we're going to see what happens when Draymond's back, when Iggy's back, and they got to tighten it up to that eight-man rotation with Poole and and Otto Porter and Gary Payton uh, Jr. Mm. That's uh, a lot of guys, only one ball. So we're going to see how that works out. Then at number three, we got Memphis. And all I'm going to say about Memphis, two words, job. Morant. Moving on. Number four, the Jazz. The chemistry is great, as always. Uh, I think Coach realized that they peaked They peaked too too soon last year. And uh, he's going to make sure that doesn't happen this year by resting guys and, you know, these back-to-backs and uh, starting Clarkson. Him and Rudy Gay with a hell of a one-two punch this year. So, I think Quinn Snyder's actually got a plan this year. So, look for them to move on. I wouldn't be surprised if they ended up in the Western Conference Finals. They've, they've got the team to do it. I still don't think uh, Spottle Mitchell, he needs he needs another star. I don't think he's going to carry him by himself. Star, great talent, but he's he's not a transcendent talent. I mean, he's he's good. He's an all-star and all of that, but... And he is the franchise guy for right now, but he needs another guy either close to him or maybe bring somebody in that's better than him. You never know, but I just don't see him taking them to the finals. Uh, Number six, the Nuggets. From top three to bottom six, injuries, trades, guys leaving. I truly think Denver's window has closed. Uh, With Porter, giving them, giving Porter all that money, and then he's out pretty much the rest of the season. Uh, Malone, he's a good coach, but he's one of those coaches that at some point the players stop listening to him, and they've definitely stopped listening to him. Uh, I think they'll make the playoffs. I think they'll make a run, but I don't see them going anywhere. Joker's having another great season, but I don't see them going anywhere. That's all I'm saying. Uh, number seven, Minnesota. Making noise again. The 
Young Nucleus, they're getting poised to make a run. I mean, I've been calling Cat Soft his whole career, but he has skills. I just like to see him in the box more. Uh, D'Angelo, he's inconsistent, but the kid can play. Although his rep is still as a snitch from L.A., tough, tough break. But Ant-Man, Ant-Man from Georgia is hard candy. Stay tuned. This kid, yeah, they're going to have to play with him because he ain't about that losing or that crybaby stuff. Ant-Man is hard candy, baby. You better understand. And then finally, at number eight, we got the L.A. Lakers. Let's just call them America's team. I mean, I think they'll make the playoffs a la play-in, then get bounced by whoever their opponent is in the first round. Like I said, like I said, uh, the Lakers are in trouble. And now they're benching Russ and talking about firing the coach. But it's all going to eventually come down to one thing. It's going to come down to, it's going to come down to you benching Russ and LeBron still in the game. They're going to start noticing it's your fault, too. LeBron is the only superstar that gets all the credit when they win and none of the credit when they lose. Especially when he, because he's had some atrocious games. He's, he's getting maxed by these 30 and 35 point games. They never want to show you his turnovers. And he never has the ball. He's the transcendent player, so called GOAT. He never has his ball, the, the ball in his hands. With the game on the line. You know why? Because he don't want to get blamed if they don't win. That's why it's so easy to throw Frank Vogel and Russ under the bus. Hmm. Imagine that. We're going to take a little, uh, also basketball, the MVP race. In my book, Katie was running away with it. Uh, like I said, it was Steph's to lose. Uh, he was on fire the first couple of months of the season. But then he, ta- <clears throat> excuse me, he tailed off. And he's continued falling. And like from one of my friends out there, Biz, if you're listening, hopefully, that's the difference between Kevin Durant and Steph Curry. Steph Curry's getting the type of attention Kevin Durant been getting since he was a seventh grader. But Kevin is the same all the time. 27 in his sleep. He doesn't have two, three bad games in a row. Doesn't happen. You know why? He's been that guy his whole career. Steph is that guy now, but he's having bad games. Double teams, people waiting for him off the screens. Like I said, if you if Kevin Durant was the same height as Steph Curry, he still has a better skill set. But you guys can't look past the three point shot. And if you ever watched any of the practices with Steph, Clay, and KD, hell, Clay was whipping his ass in three point shooting contests in practice. So was KD. So let's, the three-point shot is not the end-all, be-all. Basketball is a beautiful game if you play it correctly or if you know how to play. There's more to it than shooting threes on and up and down the court. That's all I'm saying. Now, LeBron is in the MVP race, and rightly so. He, I mean, he's been smashing. He's been stat-padding. He's been putting up numbers. I, I, can't, I can't take it from him, but riddle me this. All the other cats... In the years, Dame and those guys were putting up the numbers. What was the first thing they said? He's on a losing team. When Russ averaged a triple-double for three, what's the first thing they said? He's on a losing team. Now, 
I wouldn't say they're losing their 500, but he's pretty much on a losing team. But we want to consider him for MVP. Hmm. Imagine that. Uh, Joker. I got Joker in there. I seriously don't think he'll ever sniff another MVP uh, trophy. I don't. Not because he's a bad player. I mean, but Joker, like he's consistent. But like I said, when he plays top guys, it's not always. It's not always. It's not what you get. All you got to do to neutralize Joker is take the ball out of his hands. He makes he he really makes his teammates better, but if you take the ball out of his hands and just make him the primary guy, he falls apart. It's not easy. Just watch the games. Watch the games when they deny him. Watch the games when they make him give the ball up before he cross half court. Watch those games. Those games like that, he's 15, 8, and 6. That's it. And usually he want to fight somebody, but <laughs> I'm just saying. But he's in there too. Cause he's consistent. He's 26 tonight. He's 26, nine and something. But yeah, he's in the conversation, but I don't think he'll sniff another MVP trophy. And the only reason he won the MVP last year is because that so much hate for Kevin Durant, because he doesn't want to be, he don't want to be LeBron's boy. Anyway, I'm just saying after Joker, you have to throw Steph back in there. Cause like I said, he's had some, magnificent nights this year especially when he broke the three-point record but like i keep telling people that's not the end-all be-all when he broke the three-point record when ray allen broke the three-point record nobody was saying he was the best player in the world when reggie broke it nobody was saying he was the best player in the world so why all of a sudden does it make steph the best player in the world and they was like oh reggie doesn't have any rings ah ray's got two so i mean what is it it's just a shot. It's not the complete game. So, but anyway, uh, coming to a close here, uh, i like to take time out to thank everybody that supported me. We're going to try to get this thing on Instagram in the next two weeks because I see my uh, I see my audience dwindling a little bit, slacking a little bit. I haven't been getting any check-ins. I guess, you know, you're bored with your boy, so I'm trying to pump it up a little bit. We're going to get the Instagram going so uh, you know we can get like-minded individuals uh, on with us. I can have more back and forth. Uh, we can have more people to uh, more people to uh, get into it with. I mean, that's what we're looking for. Uh, also, we're going to have a starting uh, probably next month. It's going to be one-on-one -on -one with OG. Whereas you can pick any topics you want and it's going to be me and you. You against me. Your point against my point. Let's see who wins. Don't be afraid. So I'm I'm gonna call out some people right now that I'm trying to get on. First of all, we don't want to inflate his ego anymore. But uh, my cousin Homer Gray, you need to come on on tilt and let's tilt it. You know what I'm saying? Come on on here. I'll be nice. I'll be gentle. I, I won't black you out. You need to come on tilt. The the people want to hear you. They want to see you get beat up like them Redskins or watch football team. But come on with OG and let's chop it up. Hey, ghost in the glory. You know what it is. Let's let's do this. Also, my man Press, a.k.a. Nasty Man, great basketball mind. We need to get him on and chop it up. And the one-on-one, -on -one, hopefully, the first one I get to do, the first one I get to do is uh, the intellectual, a.k.a. the professor himself, 
I call him Killer, my brother, George Plummer. Hopefully, I can get him on. People want to hear from him. He's a great sports mind. He's a great philosophical mind. I want to get him on. We gonna, I want him to chop it up. But that's going to take some doing. So, if you know him, you know what I mean. And then probably, hopefully, if I can't get any of these cats to show up, I get my man Law Dog to come back on, and we'll chop it up just for you. Then uh, we're going to have another segment, hopefully when the Instagram gets popping, called The Tilt Table, where I'm actually going to travel to a town near you, in Texas probably. I'm not going, you know, too much COVID. Because I'm going to travel. We're going to have a round table. We're going to chop it up. Sports, sports is global. Everybody likes sports. Men, women, children. You tell me where to come, I'm going to come. Because that's what I do. But there's some things I'm throwing out there. Like I said, uh, the Tilt t-shirts will be out soon. Uh, we got to come back in this new year, 2022. Do bigger things. I, I need to feel the love. We're going to have Friday, uh, Friday night fire check-in. I want to see people light up my Facebook. And uh, as always, it's your boy, and I'm O-U-T.